0: Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, J.J. Parker and Melissa Albers. J.J. owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years.
1: Melissa, so we did a super fun event this week. We had the Self-Awareness Journey live.
0: We did. It was super (laughs) fun. I loved it.
1: It was funny because... We have been thinking a while, like, how else can we engage with our tribe, right? And we've got our newsletter that you can sign up for. We've got the podcast, but it feels really one way, right?
0: Yeah.
1: It just like we throw stuff out there in the universe, and some people comment on Facebook, but um, it's just kind of like a one-way conversation, it feels (laughs) like sometimes.
0: Which is the exact opposite of what we really want.
1: Right. So (laughs) we thought, hey, why don't we do this thing that we call TSAJ Live, we'll just like spin up a Zoom call, invite everybody to it, see right. what happens. Mm-hmm. And yep. it was great.
0: And it was great. And the topic was even more great. We <laughs> talked about advocating for yourself, right?
1: Yes. The question we posed to the folks that came was how good are you at advocating for yourself? Mm -hmm. And so I asked you that question right off the bat. Yeah. And then you asked me that question and I was like, oh crap, I'm not prepared to answer questions on this thing.
0: (laughs) See, we didn't lie. We really don't prepare for this stuff very well. Well, we're preparing all the time, but maybe not as intentionally as we should in those moments.
1: (laughs) I think it's better when it's just on the fly.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we talked about advocating for yourself, which I think is a great topic. We felt we should do a podcast on this topic because what I thought was great is like the things that we came into that conversation with, right? Right. I have my little notebook and I've got a bunch of bullet points written down about what I think we should talk about. Mm -hmm. But what was awesome is the folks on the call brought all sorts of other perspectives, which I thought was awesome.
0: They really did. And you know what else I was so, um, I don't even know the word, but I was so honored and touched about was the legitimacy of people's comments, Mm -hmm. how everybody, we had 25 people on the call roughly. Yep. Um, and we, the number of people that were willing to comment, um, authentically right off the bat, you know, it just felt so good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I,
0: I just loved it. And especially the topic because how well do you advocate for yourself? You know, like we would automatically go to a place that says, Oh, you advocate for yourself in these external moments, mm-hmm. you know, when you want a new job, when you want to win something or get a project or something like that. We went to the place of work, but then the conversation became so meaningful as it talked about. How when we don't advocate for who we really are on something personal or something internal, how that whole energy shifts into something completely different than positive.
1: Yeah, right. So let's jump in. So Yeah, let's do it. Like, I'm just going to ask you again. How good do you think you are at advocating for yourself?
0: I I, I just can't remember. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah,
1: and your answer better be the same as it was on Wednesday. <laughs>
0: oh no, pressure! I have like I have a squirrel memory. Um, I I would say that I actually. I answered in twofold because, and I do still feel this way, so it's a good thing I answer truthfully. <laughs> that's what I always tell my kids. Just tell the truth and you don't have any stories to remember. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but I think when I'm advocating for myself or something that's related to business or something I feel fully resourced in, like if I'm advocating like in a proposal where I'm getting a new client or I'm you know, suggesting something in my professional life, I feel very comfortable advocating Mm -hmm. for it and I think there's an element of I know it's going to help other people too you know I didn't say that last on Wednesday but I think that that's true it's like I can advocate because I know it's it's what's best for me but I really know it's best for other people in this scenario so it's not a problem and I actually really enjoy doing that however if I'm honest if it's something that I feel like I'm not getting like if it's Mm -hmm. at home or my personal life or something like that um Uh, I start to feel like, why am I not? I start to feel lacking in confidence Mm -hmm. and then I can't, or I don't feel good about how I do that. So it's very situational. And I actually never understood that until we had that conversation.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. I really did it. How about you?
1: Self-awareness from the self-awareness journey. (laughs) Exactly. Well,
0: we should check that place out.
1: (laughs) So I, uh, I what like I said I was like strangely unprepared to answer that question um but I actually thought about it quite a bit mm. over the past couple of days because I was like I felt like I was on the spot and mm, yeah. what I was trying to explain on Wednesday was that I don't think I like I'm I'm not you know I'm fairly passive a lot about a mm. lot of things right so um, I don't often just get out there and be like, "Hey, I need this," no. right? I don't. I'm not out there um, mm-hmm. pushing my energy out like that. And what I was trying to explain is that I think the way I advocate for myself is um, in a more passive way. And I don't want to say passive aggressive, but it's probably po- possibly edges on that. <laughs> like, like <laughs> sort of like uh, I need some. I need some time to myself, so I'm just going to like take that time. Won't even at, maybe even ask for it or mm-hmm. say I need it. I'll just be like, "Okay. Yeah. Now I'm just going to go Disappear. retreat into the basement, right? <laughs> or now I'm just going to go like retreat. sign up for tennis and go and not really tell anybody or just yeah. say, "Hey, now I'm going to tennis." Right? Yeah. Um so like That was an interesting thing. And then the other thing I was thinking about was years ago, um, especially when we did work events, you know, I'm very introverted. So I need this like recharge time. Right. Yep. When I, you know, when I'm out there talking all day, I need, I need to, to recharge by myself. And I didn't realize that for a long time. Mm. Um, but now I know that. So one way i do vocally advocate for myself is for during work events you know i will tell people like hey i'll work the trade show all day but then i have to go to my hotel for like an hour before we go out to dinner so do not schedule a dinner like right after the the floor closes because i will be an ass (laughs) and i don't think any of us want that so So I would say, as I've understood my own personality and my own wiring better, I am actually more comfortable saying, like, hey, I need this time, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, even though uh, I tried to put her on the spot and she wasn't taking the bait, my wife was on the call, right? (laughs) And
0: She was so cute.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I think in our relationship, she's you know, she's obviously super supportive and she understands yeah. some of those things I need, right? Mm-hmm. So um, what's nice is she knows that sometimes, like, if I'm working on a project and I just, like, part of me when I'm in a project, I yeah. can't get out of my brain and I just, like, need to finish part of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: she just kind of knows, like, oh, JJ's, like, in that mode where he needs to go get that project <laughs> out of his brain yeah. or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: what's nice as our relations, but that used to be kind of a problem, right? She didn't Mm -hmm. really understand. Yeah. Like maybe why I needed this time. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: I think, you know, what's interesting about all this conversation are the feelings behind that. mm -hmm. So like, that's the state when you recognize something, you know, it's like, that. well, I guess, you know, now that I'm thinking about this, I'm learning that this is my response to needing to take care of myself. But, um, what was so interesting to me on our call and I've actually thought about it a lot since has been the level of emotion that's behind it and how much guilt we have Mm. for, for asking for our basic human need. Like what you're describing is a very basic core need for you. It's not out of selfishness. It's not out of getting something over someone else. Um, it's just simply a need for you. It's not a want. It's a need.
1: Yeah, but it feels selfish. That's the thing.
0: And that's what about. it totally feels about. selfish. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. And like, why am I putting my needs above other people? Right.
0: Yeah. Yep. And then all so, this guilt washes in. Mm-hmm. And then mad. Then you get mad about it. Yeah. You know, not you, but generally, that's like <laughs> that's that pattern. It's like we start feeling like we really need something. We just really need something. And then we don't say anything. We don't wanna mm-hmm. say anything. And it builds and builds and builds. And we start to, you know, cause we, we don't wanna say anything because a lot of people on the call talked about, well, my parents were like this and this is just how it was in our house.
1: Yeah, like it's like a childhood thing. It's like a upbringing like a thing, wiring. right?
0: Yeah, it's yeah. been hardwired since you were really little yeah. to not be selfish don't take more than your share. There was a Mm -hmm. lot of that. And um, wow, it's just so amazing that that just runs as an undercurrent without us even really noticing how much that affects our basic caretaking of ourselves.
1: Yeah, that's that's super interesting. I mean, the number of times I told my kids to share or not be selfish, right? It's like hundreds and hundreds of times. And that is now programmed into them and maybe for many of us to such an extent where it's harmful, right It's not helpful. it's actually we yeah. are, yeah putting ourselves almost too low, yeah, right
0: I think too, for me, um, yeah, yes, and I think for me, everything is on a continuum. I think what makes the difference and not to not to bang on the drum that I bang on all the time, but yeah. Self-awareness is really the key here, because if you understand that that's a process that was in your house when you were a child, Mm -hmm. it came from a good place. They meant everybody meant well with that Mm -hmm. process. And by ignoring your needs to the point that you hold on to that process because you were told to without actually going in and going, well, does that really, does that really apply in this situation? Is that true? Yeah. You know, and having that awareness about your own internal dialogue is so critical, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would say that some of that early childhood stuff, mm-hmm. it was about very basic things like a finite number of Legos that <laughs> right. we have in the house or something, right? Yeah, um, right. But yeah, as adults, true. when we're interacting in our universe and, and you and I, you know, Talk about we're in a universe of abundance. Yeah. Then there's pl- there is plenty for everybody, and the the idea that you have to be so scarce on the resources yeah. isn't isn't um, really the helpful mindset. No, and but it's exactly- interesting when you apply that right to yourself, right, yeah, <laughs> right to your own need for something like sleep.
0: Yeah, or happiness. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. Or something
0: as basic as happiness and yeah. being content, um, how we can go from that, you're right, that um, abundance mindset to that lack mindset mm-hmm. and how we apply it to emotions too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's super interesting. The thing that you talked about with advocating for yourself that I really loved and, and a couple of people mentioned even after, was this idea of reactive Mm. advocation and proactive, right? right. So like an example of reactive would be like, you know, I don't know, I've been up with the kids three nights in a row, I'm dead tired, I need, you know, (laughs) someone else to deal with the kids tonight. Right. I need to be able to get some sleep. It's like very that one's like really in your face, right? Because we've probably all experienced like lack mm-hmm. of sleep. Um but that's reactive, right? Like like these things happened and now you've been so drained or pushed out of center that you have to mm-hmm. it's like your breaking point.
0: Yeah, you're at an almost fight or flight piece by that
1: yeah. point. Yep. Yeah. And that one's super common for people to recognize, right? Because we've all been yeah. at that breaking point that at some point, and you right. have to step up and advocate for yourself.
0: Right, right. Um, the, that When we went into that conversation, and even right now, the first thing that's coming up for me is how worthiness, our own sense of worthiness, Mm. is directly tied to our ability to advocate for ourselves Mm -hmm. early in the process not when we're so far gone Mm -hmm. that the advocating sounds harsh and defensive Mm. there's a real difference like in your example because it's such a good example and it's such an easy one without a lot of guilt or i mean Mm -hmm. well maybe there's guilt around it but like yeah a young couple has kids and for two nights three nights they aren't sleeping well and so one spouse is up three nights in a row yeah and they're doing it maybe because they feel obligated um Mm -hmm. well the other one works and i don't want to bother them or you know or they had a migraine today and or they had a tough day and i i'll 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 just do it yeah um and that starts to collect it starts to collect right and then um by night three, you're banging into walls. You're so tired, you can't see straight. You know, you have a stomach ache, a headache. You feel dull. You can't think, and you start to get mad. Mm-hmm. Like, why is this? Why is my spouse letting me do this?
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah, we talked about they... that. How that can push into resentment. Totally. Right? So, when you might have, it might start off well intentioned. Yep. Like hey, I'm going to take the baby at night because, you know, my mm-hmm. spouse works.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then it's like grinds and grinds and you get you get more and more tired. Yeah. That well-intentioned idea flips into mm-hmm. resentment.
0: Straight up resentment.
1: Which is not health which is not where you want to be, right? That wasn't yeah. your intent, yeah. but that's where you ended up.
0: Right. And so if the motion of resentment is tied to advocating for yourself, it, t- it sounds totally different. It feels totally different, you know, because yeah. then there's fight. Then there's something that yep. you're fighting about and there really mm-hmm. is nothing to fight about. Yeah. If you think about it earlier in that same exact scenario. Um, but it's really interesting. And I think that when people start to have that resentment, it's also tied to, I must not be as good as,
1: mm.
0: you know, or I'll be selfless. I'm going to just be that... I'm going to be the bigger person here. I don't really think I should, and I don't really want to, and I'm really, mm-hmm. really tired, and, you know, they should be the big person because I'm I'm okay, aren't I? That's the self-talk, I yeah. think, that starts to yeah. happen, and that's when you start to feel like I'm not as good as, and then you start to feel, mm. is that what they really think? Don't they think I'm good enough? Why can't yeah. they? And then, boom, that resentment starts.
1: Yeah, like you become the martyr, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that's interesting. That following that line of logic and that train of feeling is really interesting because then when you think about it, a lot of times culturally, I feel like, like saying that you advocate for yourself is sometimes not positive. Right. Right. Like, like, again, it might sometimes come off as selfish, but when you follow that line of thinking that we just went through, you're like, wait, it's not selfish. It's, it's actually more healthy for these relationships.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly.
1: So I think that's an interesting bit to uncover for people to think about when they feel selfish, the collateral damage can be yeah. worse yes. than what they thought.
0: Yes, exactly so. right, because then those emotions are really amped up and you can end up having fights with people mm-hmm. or it it is, don't you think it's kind of interesting? like it's sort of on a continuum, right? The mm-hmm. extreme versions of both don't feel very good and aren't easy to watch. Yeah, in other people or in ourselves, yet the that continuum is a very normal like that's all really normal, like having a hard time you know building your own self-worth right? mm-hmm. it's okay for me to do that like that's very very healthy and yet if someone spends all their time doing that then they become like that that person you're like oh my gosh I can't watch that person in this mm-hmm. meeting they're so over the top right right there's yeah. that yeah to the extreme oh that person needs a little help and they're just not asking and mm-hmm. Ooh, that's oh, and that person is starting to get kind of crunchy. That's the word I always use. That person's <laughs> really crunchy now because they're way off the deep end yep. of not asking, and now they're wrapped around the axle really bad. Yeah. And everyone that they touch and everyone they talk to, it's an it's a thing. It now becomes yep. between those two people.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's talk about being proactive. Like we talked a bit about proactive, like, and the great example for proactive. Advocating for yourself yeah. came in the form of like asking for a raise at your job. Yeah, right? right. Like most people probably like can recall that feeling of like okay, like I think I've been working hard. I've been here like quite a while. I feel like I deserve a raise. I'm gonna prepare myself to walk in my boss's door and. Advocate that <laughs> my hard work and excellent output and everything <laughs> deserves a raise.
0: <laughs> ah! I'm so scared. <laughs> Everyone freaks out. Well, well,
1: know, it's like it does. You have like there's a lot of emotion when, totally. and anxiety and excitement. Like there's a lot going on when you're standing at the threshold of that door.
0: Yeah, and fear. There's fear yep. again. You know, fear that you might not be good enough. Fear that you you know, that they don't have enough to give you what you want. You know, fear of the unknown. Yeah, there's all kinds yeah. of fear. And how about the story Don gave us in that group where she was giving the example of being a new young employee and how in that environment, they had to share a computer. Two, oh, yeah. <laughs> two new people had to share one computer. And the boss came through and said, well, what's it going to take for you guys to get more productive? And and she sat right up, even as a young, new employee, and said, you want us to be more productive? How about you give us each our own own computer? (laughs) And they did.
1: And for all the kids listening, this was like in the '80s when computers were like a very rare thing.
0: I was picturing a big, huge <laughs> right? monitor. Yeah, yeah exactly right.
1: We'll get you into a computer. The semi truck will be here next week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's. But that's funny.
1: interesting. This um, preparing yourself to advocate in that proactive way. Yes. You know, it's a whole different set of feelings. Yes. Well, I wouldn't say it's a whole different set of feelings, but you go into it sort of in a diff- with a different approach, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, different feelings, different emotions, different energy. And, you know, I'm always the one beating the drum that says people read your energy before they hear your mm-hmm. words. People constantly are checking out how you're showing up before you even talk. They're listening to your body language. We've said that, you know, body language represents... of your communication. Mm. So if you're coming in with a happy, enthusiastic anxiety, people feel that. And that's kind of fun to see that with some people. Sometimes if you come at it with anger and resentment, like, I'm really mad you're not doing that. People aren't listening to your words. Mm -hmm. They're watching you're angry and they're suiting themselves up for protection.
1: Yeah. So what, uh, what tips did we get for proactively advocating for yourself? Oh, do you remember? Remember? <laughs> I wasn't really listening, to be honest. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I think what well we had another we had another like uh, young professional on the call, right? Yeah. And I think what she was talking about was, um, you know, it felt like it was moving around like the. The conf, you know, you you said confidence, right? It was there was some stuff around the confidence yeah. thing and the not being sure and right. like like should I advocate for yourself? I'm not, or you know, myself yeah. like is, is it the right time? Is it appropriate? Yeah, yeah, right. Yes. Trying to figure out those what those interactions should look like in a professional right context.
0: Right, and her feedback was almost more like sit back and wait. Don't mm-hmm. be unpopular. Don't stand out. Mm-hmm. And I think the group consensus was like, it's fine to stand out. It is mm-hmm. fine to ask. And if something isn't okay, if you ask with that good perspective, um, you'll understand why. You'll either mm-hmm. get what you're looking for, or if it's a no, you'll have a better understanding of why. So it's it's um, not getting in your own head and telling yourself the story before you even ask.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, we had a young lady that worked for me for quite a few years. Um, she came in like very junior, um, and, uh, she worked in sales and, uh, I don't know, maybe like, she'd been there for like a year and like, she like kept on asking for raises. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> to, to, to the point where it was like sort of annoying her manager right <laughs> yeah. um but for me, you know like that's okay, right like in my company, I was just it's very want to make sure it's very clear like like the relationship between like the employee and the company, it's like gotta work for both parties, right, right. Yeah. like I don't want right this thing where like, Employees don't feel supported, they don't, or they yeah. don't feel like they're paid enough or paid what they're worth or anything like that. I mean, there's yeah. like limits on our budgets, right? Right. And we have right. to get everything balanced out. But, um. but I don't want that to, I, I want that to always be a conversation that people mm-hmm. feel safe having, right? Right. But she would ask all the time. And uh, I thought it was really interesting because she did a great job of saying like, Hey, like you asked me to do this. I overperformed here. This is why I think I deserve a raise. And, um, and it was, and it was great. And while it annoyed her manager, I, I talked to him quite a bit about it and it's like, it's okay. Like right. let her do that. That's great. That's yeah. actually a good skill. She, she has It's great skill to have in sales. Precisely ultimately she ended up having she ended up going to find another job because like we just didn't have a space for her for where she wanted to go yep which was totally fine it's exactly. great that she was at our company for a while learned right. some skills and moved on right, right. Yeah, so exactly sometimes in those professional settings i feel like advocating for yourself um if you've, you know, again, there's some toxic cultures out there, so I don't want to yes, say course. like, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. but I would say in general, my experience is that it's not bad to advocate for yourself and watching those, looking out for those spots where there's a, there's a power imbalance, right? Employee, employer, there often feels like there's a power imbalance. Yes.
0: Almost parent child style.
1: Right. And understanding and really a lot of the feelings you have when you would go in and ask for a raise i think come from that power imbalance
0: mm-hmm.
1: more than like you know you just you know should you be compensated more like anything performance wise it it is so often more about the power imbalance feeling than it is anything else yeah you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's
0: about the feeling, right? Exactly. Yeah,
1: um, and sometimes you know you might advocate for yourself, and and something might happen, like a a new career is. <laughs> and I'm not saying that you would get fired, but like no, but like it, it would but be it like clear, like well, I've hit the end of the road here. It's yeah. time for me to find a new path.
0: And I think right? that's what what you're saying is that's all fine, and I, I it's all fine, and it's I all agree. part of it. It's all and part of it and that's it, how you grow your confidence and that's how yep. you grow who you really are and understand yourself is by being able to get those conversations that you're having in your mind out yep. into the room with people who can help establish your next step, establish who you are, validate right. you, validate your own beliefs about yourself. You know, yep. um, I think that's really, really good. Speaking of advocating,
1: yeah, guess what Uh-oh. we want to do? what what we do we want to do we want the
0: listeners of this <laughs> podcast to please go sign up for our newsletter remember we were going to we almost forgot oh, yeah. again
1: that's so funny <laughs> we talk over and over about how how we're bad at marketing yeah and 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 self promotion uh-huh and i was like you know what we should do we should right in the middle of the pod ask everyone to sign up for the newsletter and then we forgot cuz we're yeah. so Into the conversation. (laughs)
0: conversation. (laughs)
1: So everyone should stop right now. Yes. Go to com. Yes. The com, And sign up for a newsletter. That would be awesome. If you're driving, do it after you stop. Right.
0: (laughs) And why do we want people to do that?
1: Because it helps us communicate with everybody. Because right now, if you're listening, it's just like a one-way thing. Yeah. We, you know it's uh it's hard to reach you and we would love to yeah um just share more
0: yeah and i think also we've got a lot of cool things that we're going to be doing further we're growing the self-awareness journey and um for us to be able to connect with you more personally would be absolutely fabulous
1: yep <laughs> well stated well advocated nice job melissa
0: what a good conversation it's been <laughs> this morning i've enjoyed this we hope that you've enjoyed today's episode Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.